You know what? I really appreciate you being a friend, and I love you. Hey, listen, in the, in the, in the wonderful words of the greatest theme song ever, thank you for being a friend. Hey, there are six letters in the alphabet that I'd like to express to you. I love you. Oh, cool, man. I appreciate that. And hey, right back at you. Wow. Is that not acceptable? (laughs) No, absolutely not. (laughs) Why is that? Hey, I love you. All right. Why is that not acceptable? All right. Dope. I'll catch you next time. I reciprocated. I said right back at you. No, that that is that is a tennis move. It's backgammon. That is playing tag with tap backs. I don't know. I, I feel like the sentiment's there. I don't see why it has to be literal. No, the only sentiment should be at the bottom of a lake. Yeah, that's sentiment? sentiment, but close. It's different. It's a little bit different. A little bit different. <laughs> Just a little bit. The funny thing is, there's nobody going. Damn, wish you could be that guy. Everyone's like, I mean, sure, you know. Oh, she's happy. <laughs> yeah. Which I think like, is absolutely fucked up. <laughs> look, she is a, she's an attractive woman, but no one's like, wish I was that. Yeah. So I wouldn't want to change who I am in order to be with her. <laughs> in that vein, is there a, a woman that you would gladly change who you were to be with? <sighs> And I don't mean changing genders because they're a lesbian or some shitly shit like that. Like, physically, I have to change who I am. I don't know. See, the problem is... Like, the Kevin that I know today would not be the Kevin that Anna Diarmas states. That what? That Anna Diarmas. Like, if you, if you were to be like, you know who I met the other day just walking around New York? Like, furthermore, why are you walking around New York? It's irrelevant. You know who I met? I met famous actress Anna Diarmas. And she wants the fuck. But here's the thing. I can't do the podcast anymore or drink. So. All right. So it's not that I'm you're replacing me into somebody else's body. It's mm-hmm. I got to change who who I am in order to be with. Yeah. This Anna Diarmas. Yeah. I don't know who that is. That's fine. Just know she's a beautiful 30 something year old woman. Yeah. Um, so she's in your wheelhouse of age. So it's not too young. Mm-hmm. She's been in Hollywood for a while. She's fucked Ben Affleck. Oh. In real life and on screen. I don't know if I can be Eskimo Brothers with... Uh... An Oscar winner? How dare you? And you'd be Eskimo <laughs> Cousins with J-Lo. I mean, I would say years ago, I probably would have done something Actually, you like know that. What? You know what? I, I made a mistake. Mm-hmm. I gave you a younger woman. It had to be an older woman. So, say again, you're walking around New York. Again, I don't know why you're just roaming around New York. But you turn a corner... And to your surprise, you see a sullen, uh, who's, 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 uh, who's, who's Janine Garofalo? Fuck it. Is she a lesbian? No, right? No. Okay. So she comes, you see her and she's looking, uh, not happy, which is always right. But it's this one, this time she looks uh, even more so you're like, oh man, but you have, for whatever reason. You have it in your mind. Nobody's going around her. It's not we're anywhere near a comedy club. Uh, let's see if she's okay. You go talk to her and you spark a conversation. And she's like, you know, you know, I really did need to just talk to somebody. My therapist just killed themselves. So, you know, she's going through it. Right. Mm-hmm. So for whatever reason, you've caught her air and she's just like, you know, this has been great. Two minutes. Awesome. And you're like, you know what? 
I'm local, you know, if you ever want to talk again. And she's like, you know, I really don't think I need it, but I'll take your card just in case. And that's where you remember, oh, shit, I did make those business cards with these stupid lasers, original logo on it. Mm -hmm. Cool. So you give her one. She's like, what the hell is this? Got to scan the QR code for my information. Right. So she's like, this is silly, but it's a cute logo. So she keeps the business card. A couple weeks later, she calls her. She's like, hey, uh, just came from my therapist's funeral. Heartbreaking. But the funeral was weeks later. Yeah, yeah. It was a famous guy uh, in the in the therapy community. So he kind of wanted to do the due diligence and make sure he wasn't murdered by a patient. That kind of silly shit. So all that happens. She calls you a couple weeks later. Because, again, she's a busy person. It's Janine Garofalo. She's got celebrities to hang out with. She's probably right. picketing with the fucking a writer's thing. Who knows? I don't know. It, it, the point is, I'm not making this shit up. This is a, uh, this shit happened mm-hmm. in the future alternate reality that is current Earth. That said, she called you a couple weeks later. She's like, look, you want to hang out? I'm going to this comedy thing. You're like, oh, my God, I love to go to this comedy thing. Just tell me David Cross isn't going to be there. She's like, oh, my God, what's wrong with David Cross? He's a bit of an asshole. She's like, yeah, but that's his default state. So it's not really a big deal. Don't worry. I'll I'll handle it. And you're like, you know what? Fine. I'm hanging out with JG. So it's fine. That happens. The point is you're now in a regular relationship with Miss Garofalo to the point where she's like, look, I'm going to this thing out in L.A., Hanging out with Ben Stiller, the cast of Mystery Men, we're all hanging out, thinking about possibly doing another movie. You're traveling to and from East Coast, West Coast. The point is, early on in this conversation with her, not so early that she dumped it on you, like in the, uh, when you first met her. So she didn't tell you then, but you, you get the notion that, oh, she's a sober individual. If I want to maintain this sort of, cool relationship, I'm probably going to have to change who I am. Okay, this is your thought process. You're saying, out of all of that, you're saying that you wouldn't change yourself for the caliber of human interaction that would be Janine Garofalo or somebody of that stature? No. Damn. I don't think... I get what you, Like, Janine Garofalo, like, mm-hmm. her attractiveness, mm-hmm. I'm not really into it or have ever been found her mm-hmm. to be attractive. Uh, but that's what makes it an alluring friendship turned romance because you're not attracted to her. You were just there to be a personable, I don't know what's going on with you, but you look like you needed somebody to talk to. So you're filling that hole in each other's lives of just being a friend as all great romances start. Right. But also in the scenario, she never asked me to get sober. No, but you get the notion through her conversation with conversations with her, that it's probably a good idea. Like, Hey, Kevin, you know, we were hanging out yesterday. You got so drunk that you fell and hit your face on the sidewalk. Um, Right. What's up? Then you go into your whole thing and whatever that whole thing is. No, 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 not for Janine Garofalo. Damn. So you're saying there's nobody you could think of where, so if they ask you to stop, you'd at least think about it. Uh, Jessica Alba, maybe. Really? Yeah. She's got it going on. Wow. Okay. All right. Also, in your, in your story, mm-hmm. like, why would you use a white woman? 
Because I can't think of any person of color that's just walking around upset that their therapist killed themselves. Like, who the fuck cares? Move on. Find another therapist. But Janine's been going to this person for the last 20 years, so, you know, they have a relationship. Yeah. I don't know. There is a bunch of people. I don't know. You could have gone with uh, Janelle Monet. Right, because, she, again, she's just walking around New York. She could be. No, she couldn't be. Yes, she could be. Everybody no. walks in New York. No, she's not just walking around upset that her therapist just killed himself. She's going to have a posse around her, probably. Maybe not, because where you were, like, I feel like the chance, the, if you're putting up on the board the possibility of who you could run into just by turning a corner in New York, I don't think Janelle Malay is it. Yeah, probably not. But I do think Janine Garofalo is, though. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you can run into Sarah Silverman out here, but she's always with somebody. A publicist or a manager or a friend. There you go. Never alone. That's my point. I feel like Janine's an older generation gal. She can do shit on her own. No. I just... Not for Janine. I get that, but other than uh, starlets like Janelle Monet and Jessica Alba... To again, would not just be walking around New York because she's an LA guy. That is, yeah, you kind of stuck the landing on that whole fucking <laughs> Janine Garofalo. <laughs> Listen, I'm not saying I'm a good improviser. I'm just saying when I'm on the roll, I keep moving. Look, it was a uh, it's a 15 minute dive into this hypothetical situation <laughs> before we even got to the point. Was I tell you, I'm not good you at these questions. Details that you didn't need to. First of all, not all of them were accurate, but they're there. What are details, if not things, to make things more interesting? Yeah. Yeah. They need to be true. You, you, have, you have a belief in me, and if I don't do better, that's a call on your judgment, because you believed in me. Yes. I think that's why you take personal offense to me not doing better. A little bit, yeah. Absolutely. Like, Kevin not being good at what he does is, is a judgment on my character of judgment. Probably. Probably right. God damn it. We need to get uh, uh, Maury Povich or Dr. Phil or probably Dr. Phil more than Maury Povich. But. Or maybe I can real doctor. Yeah, no, Dr. Phil lost his license a long time ago. Also, uh, surprise guest. Here's my ex-wife with her psychology degree. Listen, nothing would make me happier. That's what would bring me joy, okay? <laughs> Is having my ex-wife be a guest? <laughs> I can ask her. I don't think she'll fall for it. First of all, the fact that you framed it as her falling forward as if it's some sort of trap is very dis- disheartening. <laughs> like it's just a conversation. What would be your first question for my ex-wife? Why did you say yes to this? <laughs> Buddy, she proposed to me. Now that's, that's, now that's information that I didn't know before, so now I have that in my back pocket. You know how like sitcoms always run the, uh, the gag of the... Uh... The psychiatrist or, you know, the therapist being a crazy person. Mm-hmm. It's all true. Speaking of hand jobs with uh, bras and titties, as I mentioned to you, I'm uh, getting into some pretty, pretty specific uh, uh, arousal things now. Time out. What did you mention this to me? I sent you a text saying, hey, should I save this for the podcast or should I tell you in the text? And you're like, fuck it, save it. I said that? Yeah, this was last week. Yeah, I don't think I said that. Nah, if anything, you said, you know what? Here's, here's what I remember. Feel free to correct me. I will. You had said something and you said, Hey, remember this? And I go, you remember it because I'm not going to remember this. I said, question, sexual attractions to newly discovered mm-hmm. things. 
Save it for the podcast? Question mark. You said you save it. I said, got it. Oh, see, I think I was interpreting that as me to remember it. Like you save it. And I was like, no, you save it. <laughs> like it's your thought. You save it. I wasn't. <laughs> oh. No, no, no. I was asking, hey, do you want to know this information now or do you want me to speak it into a microphone? <laughs> I should have known better. <laughs> Considering everything's content to you. Uh, yeah, I would have never said that. <laughs> I would have never said, no, no, no save it for the podcast because it'll be rollicking good time <laughs> to hear about whatever nonsense you're uh, getting hard to these days. But sure, go for it. Well, now I feel a little bit on the spot. You fucked up my flawless it, transition. Who gives a fuck? The transition still exists. I could just spice this in there. Oh, no, you keep that whole confusion bit in there. Uh, Latino women skateboarding and or rollerblading. And or? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I'm into both. I like it. Why don't you just say street? Uh, but they're wearing like like old vintage like uh, Mexican lady clothes, dresses, stuff. What? How do you find this? Oh, what? <laughs> well, this isn't this isn't even on Pornhub. I found it on Instagram. That makes more sense. Not even porn. They're just skateboarding in these like vintage dresses and shit. I'm like, this okay. shit's kind of hot, man. What did you search for to find this on the hub? And the answer is I didn't. Okay. Okay. I haven't even, well, I'm sure I'll find it because my algorithm on the hub is, uh, it's getting weird. Cause I've, this is something that I do search and it's just women doing regular everyday things topless. Like I jerked off to this chick playing drums topless and it's like, this is great. That's not everyday thing. Drumming? Yeah. We're just doing things, I guess. Things that aren't porn. Well, you could have just said, hey, uh, woman drinking a bottle of water topless. <laughs> like, like, this is... <laughs> okay, man. Like, uh, I'm, I'm glad you've gotten away from the... Uh... Oh, did I tell you I got a... Uh, uh, so I got a message from Pornhub when I searched things, and they said, hey, uh, there are some uh, keywords that... Uh, that we are not able to provide you with in your search results because some of this stuff is not cool <laughs> with the government. Interesting. It's like, hey, you can't use this search term because of how it relates to this. Interesting. Okay. So now I'm probably on an FBI list somewhere. I mean, listen, if they're going to get you, it won't be for this. <laughs> <laughs> what in your mind do you think it will be for? It won't be for the porn you search for. It'll be for the taxes you haven't paid. No, that's not the FBI. That's the IRS. They're not monitoring my Pornhub searches. They might. They might. <laughs> IRS is monitoring my searches. Listen. Why is this guy even looking for tax evasion on Pornhub? He just wants to see topless women doing ordinary shit and apparently auditing taxes. Exactly. <laughs> at the top of his to-do list right now. Okay. I mean, listen. I I made mention to uh, somebody that I just look at porn most of the time. I don't even jerk off to it these days. Unless it's like something go, I go, oh, well, that's interesting. Like I'm in the same boat, but I also do jerk off to it. Look, sometimes, sometimes I just want to see naked ladies. And, and I think that's where I am a lot of the times, which is like, I guess I could go to a, I think I'm a, I'm of the age where I think I would actually enjoy going to a gentleman's club. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to be there and get horny. I'm just like, oh. Look, I've, I've said it for years. That's why, uh, Valette and I, we went to that heavy metal bar that had go-go dancers. I'm just drinking beer and, Looking at scandalously clad, they weren't even completely naked. They had pasties on. Okay, well, I don't want that. That's silly. Well, you can also just go to a strip club and drink beer, and but there's a cover charge for that. So yeah, Kevin Jones don't do covers, if any kind. That's not true. I will do. I will do covers of songs. 
Look, I've been trying to get my idea of forming a punk rock group that covers female-fronted bands from the 90s called the Paula Epp Ghouls. Can't find anybody to play with, so... Do it yourself. I don't know how to play drums. Do one part of it yourself. I can do three parts. I can do guitar, bass, and sing. Do most of it yourself. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Do what you can do yourself. Like, what the fuck? I don't like doing things by myself. I like a collaboration. Do you now? A mix of thought. Do you now? Yeah, I should be a part of uh, STEM or whatever it is. Is that the... uh... That the Brilliant People's Club or whatever? No idea. You think if I was part of that Brilliant People's Club, I'd be here? I don't fucking know what you're talking about right now. <laughs> I'm just slumming it, doing a podcast with somebody I met five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, Neil deGrasse Tyson and Bill Nye, they offered me to come hang out their genius social club. But I was like, nah. I heard that phrase, always be the smartest person in the room. So, yeah, I don't I don't know anything about that. Sorry. Like, have you ever just watched a video of a woman doing the dishes topless? I don't even like doing dishes. Why would I watch somebody else do dishes? Or like gardening topless. Why would I want to watch? But, all right, so why am I? You, we discussed it that you don't like doing anything. Okay, okay. All right, all right, all right. Would you watch a video of a woman doing podcast edits topless? I don't even like podcast editing. Why would I watch somebody else do podcast (laughs) editing? Are you kidding me? All right. Uh, Music producing. I don't like music. (laughs) See, I I actually wouldn't because I'd be I wouldn't be able to enjoy it as it's as it's designed to. What if she was actually really good at producing music? Now I mean, then you're not concentrating on the titties because you're like, I want to know what she's doing, like what software she's using, what programs, what levels is she at? Then I'm even upset because now, like, why are you gimmicking yourself doing this bullshit? Just release the good shit. Don't be a gimmick. It's like the women who do uh, the news topless. I was like, what the fuck is this? I've also watched those clips. Yeah. I was like, are you telling me that the world is ending? There's a whole website called Naked News before Pornhub. Like now, so I was like, what are you like? Are you telling me that the world is ending? But hey, stare at my tits though. I was like, lady, no. I'm gonna tell you right now. If the world is ending, I'm gonna stare at some titties. Yeah, but it- it's gonna be the last time I get to see titties. And then honestly, it's gonna be an incredible like. I'm going to have to find, like, I want to see the best titties possible. So I'm going to be constantly searching for titties while the world is ending. Well, that's fine. That's a, that's acceptable. Honestly, if the world's going to an end, I might just go out to the streets and be like, hey, yo, show me your titties. Again, you can do that now. I can. Like, I don't know who would categorize that as harassment. Because you're asking. <laughs> you're not telling them. Yeah, it's not it's not harassment if you ask just once and the answer is no. And you're like, okay, that's that's an acceptable answer. Right. It's only harassment if you continue to do it. Like, hey, lady, show me your tits. Like, that's harassment. You're telling her what to do. Right. Hey, do you mind? Can, can I can I catch a look at those titties? Oh no, sorry, I have to go to the grocery store. Hey, that's fine. I'm just asking. Honestly, I was actually heading that way. What are you actually getting from the grocery store? Let that be your opener in the conversation. To see how tolerant of a person they are. I, I see you're wearing a light-colored shirt. Uh, are you going to be picking up some of these fresh veggies where the, the mist and the spray is coming down on them? So that's very specific. Oh. Why are you asking us? Look, I have weird Pornhub searches, okay? Women at the grocery store having their titties sprayed by the produce sprayers. I'm pretty sure I can put that sentence in stable diffusion and get an image out of that. Like, I, I mean, this is, this is, sure. this is the new... The new future of AI is people just getting the very specific porn images that they want. Like years ago, I was looking for women dressed as clowns getting fucked and you couldn't find anything. Now you find a whole bunch of clown ass bitches on Pornhub. Mm. I've watched videos of girls smoking crack. Not because I was aroused by it. I was intrigued. 
That's where it starts. It really is a gateway porn right there you get into. I guess technically it's not. Well, like, what would that term be called? Because it's not exposure therapy. (laughs) (laughs) It's not benefiting my mental health in any way. But it is conditioning me me to like. Oh, that's what it's. It's conditioning. Okay. That's what it looks like. That's what it looks like when hot bitches do crack. I mean, all right. Now I won't be surprised. Buddy, they are smoking crack. They are. They're cute at best. They're not. They're not hot bitches. Hot bitches ain't smoking crack. Depends on where they are on the... Hot bitches do cocaine. If they're around people who do cocaine. Yeah. Right. We're saying the same thing here. Like, we're, Yeah. I'm just saying... Look, I'm saying tens do blow, sixes do crack. I would say, uh, let's see, ten, nine, eights, they uh-huh. do blow. Seven, six, fives, they do, they do amphetamines. Four, three, two, one, they all do crack. So the bottom half of the hot scale... Yeah, yeah, I would say, well, I guess heroin would actually be the, that's zero. Heroin is zero? Yeah. You ever seen a pretty girl that does heroin? Isn't that the nature of heroin is to not know that they're on heroin? No. I mean, honestly, if you're just like really into heroin, you honestly don't care what anybody sees. (laughs) But what I'm saying is. People who do heroin, they look like this. Yes, they're nodding. But my point is, that's if you're addicted to heroin. What I'm saying is if you're trying to be a functional heroin addict, I don't know if that's such a thing. Correct. All right. So let's see. 765 is a tie for uh uh amphetamines and opioid use like in pill form. We're talking we're we're, we're talking like your Adderalls for your methamphetamines, we're talking about uh Percocets for your mm. opium, mm-hmm. opioids. Mm-hmm. Now the smokable amphetamines and opioids that's lower on the list. Damn. Smoking your drugs outside of marijuana is not cool. Kids, you hear you you heard it here first. Kevin Jones does not support smoking drugs, smokable drugs outside of weed. Right. So colonialism and why it's not so bad. My ancestors, like they say, don't lick a uh, gift horse in the mouth. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Yeah, that's what I said. Did it sound like I said lick? Uh, There's an interpretation there, but okay. Also, you should not lick a gift horse in the mouth. You shouldn't lick any horse in the mouth. No, you're probably going to get some kind of diseases. My ancestors, they scoured the planet because their gift horse was a desolate plain. My ancestors, they scoured the, the earth for, for viable sources, and they came across many nations that had uh, a lot of resources. And to say that you're anti-colonialism, anti-colonialism, there we go, is inherently xenophobic. It's saying, hey, go back to where you came from. We don't want you here. Okay. What's the hot take here? I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody's like, hey, fuck these white people. We don't like that. They're colonizers. There's a difference between colonizing and opening up trade routes. Well, that's that's the free market, man. Okay, but colonizing and trading with, trading with another nation is a different thing. Hmm. I don't know. You want me to look up the definition for you? Because there's a literal definition of colonizing and trading. That's the two separate things. I'm not saying, no, trading is good, but... That's what you just proposed colonizing was. No, no, no. Colonizing is, hey, white people, go back to where you came from. No, that's anti-colonizing. Anti-colonizing is, yeah. And this was a thought that you just had, and you were like, this is brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's a brilliant thought. 
we should definitely discuss it. Like this is this is why colonizing is good. Is we moved from where we came from. Not that it's good. It's why colonizing isn't bad. Why colonizing that, was beneficial. Yeah. Well, no, not to beneficial. the colonizer. Yeah. So you're pro colonizer. I didn't say that. Like that's we came what, here to what the United saying. States. That's what we you're came saying. here to the we came here to the Americas. We may have had to uh, fight off some indigenous people, and some of them, some of them were violent tribes, like the Apaches. They're very violent people. Mm-hmm. They said kill all white men. Mm-hmm. I listened to a podcast about it, uh, and it's you don't have to kill us. You can just let us live in your neighborhood, man. Mm. <laughs> I mean, simple as that. Yeah. You so, can just so, totally live in my backyard for free. Well, they didn't own they didn't own land. They didn't believe in any of that. I mean, yeah, for sure. Fuck it. <laughs> and in trade, they uh, they 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 wanted to fight, so we started fighting. Mm. It's everybody else's fault. Look, we're we're just immigrants like everybody else. Yeah, except for those who aren't. Well, depends on who you're talking about. No, point blank, for those who aren't. Immigrants, and then there's a, those who are like, what is, what is what is happening right now? No, no, no. It depends. Like, there's there's people that are immigrants, and there's there's also a community of people that were forced immigrants. They didn't want to leave their home, but they were you know forced to leave their home. We won't. I don't. We shouldn't get into that subject. You're talking about colonizing. What the fuck? It's this. No, it's in the no. same conversation. <laughs> What in the world is wrong with you right now? How did you wake up pro-colonizer? What happened? <laughs> I'm not pro-colonizer. I'm just saying ah, it's, not as, it's not as bad as what people think. I'm sorry. You're not pro-colonizer. You're a colonizer apologist. I'm, I'm, I'm a colonizer sympathetic. Sympathizer. There you go. Either way. I'm like Charles Lindbergh when it came to the Nazis. I'm not a Nazi, but I get where they're coming from. Hold on. We're not going to put that into the podcast. <laughs> Top of the episode. <laughs> it's, just, it's not that bad. Says the white guy benefited. There's, what are you talking there, about? There, there are some bad things about it. But, it's, I mean, look, we we left our, our flourish green fields that we couldn't grow anything but potatoes. So you're saying this is a net positive for humanity, that colonizing is a thing? Yes. Jesus Christ. Okay, man. Right, so where's the negativity about it? You, mere seconds ago, said there's some negatives, so you tell me some negatives, since you know they exist. I mean, maybe. Maybe if uh, if if you're talking about the English folk going over into India, they use some of their spices for paints. But even still, that's that's positive. Now we have more color and paint instead of just eating it. The only one? Is, is there no other ones you can think of? Negatives? I can't even think of one. Oh, so you're saying the last thing you just said wasn't even a negative? No, that's a positive. We have we have more beautiful paintings because of right. colonization. Right, you're a colonizer sympathizer, so anything in your eyes is a positive. Also, we certainly have to have shirts made up to say colonizer sympathizer. You can wear them all you want, my man. No, we. We. This is a. I'm not wearing effort. that shit. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Hi there. I'm Gus Van Hornswick, representative for Colonizer Sympathizer. 
here to tell you about a brand new line of merchandise over on our website, including our flagship t-shirt, Colonialism, Gentrification of Yesteryear, made with 100% organic hand-picked cotton. Graphic tees not your style? Pick up one of our beer koozies that reads, I'll take another one, in just a little piece of your land. Looking for something a little more intimate? Pick up negligee that just screams, ravish my lands and take all my spices. It was so hot I nearly forgot to mention that with 46% of all proceeds will go to setting up camps for indigenous people. Fun ones with activities and stuff, not dangerous ones. We'll even come to your house and pick you up and relocate. Yeah, I mean, uh, pick you up in a shuttle bus and take you to the place with the stuff the things. Colonizer Sympathizer. Just to I, I can't believe you woke up with that hard-on to tell that belief. That's insane. No, I woke up with a different hard-on. Clearly not, because you said, oh my God, he's going to love to hear this. His mind is going to be blown. His day is going to be made as soon as I, I make this I can't believe nobody's point. ever thought of this before. I think you and the clan would get right along there, buddy. You see, they released a uh, poster for a new Ghostbusters movie. I didn't see the last one. Damn. All right. I see how it is. Ghostbusters was never a... Uh, a favorite of yours? It was just a cool wagon. That's about all the excitement I got out of Ghostbusters. <laughs> Little young Demetrius. Be like, Mommy, I want those Ghostbuster toys. I want the car, though. Oh, do you want to see the movie? Not at all. I want the car. I don't, I don't care about that Slimer I thing. I want the car? Uh, fuck that. I want, I want the house. I want all of it. I want a proton pack. I don't know what these things are. They just look cool as shit. No, I just wanted the nice, cool car. Demetrius just wanted a hearse as a child, because he's like, look, the only thing I want out of life is death. Listen, I'm not saying I don't want to be here. I'm just saying I want to really appreciate it by staring death in the face daily. <laughs> no, the, uh, what did I have of Ghostbusters? I think I had the coloring book. Mm-hmm. Did I see the TV show? Probably. Yeah, I think that's the extent of my knowledge of Ghostbusters. I think, I mean, when I was a kid, I had all that shit. I had a proton pack. I had all the toys. I had the ghost house. I also have, you know, me, Kevin Jones, canonized in the Ghostbuster world, the split cartoon. So, you know, stop here doing hot boy shit. What are you talking about? So, my friend J.J. Ray, his aunt was a uh, a writer for, like, children's books. Okay. And so she wrote a Ghostbusters book mm-hmm. that featured her nephew as the main character. So he wakes up and the Ghostbusters are, he's helping the Ghostbusters bust these ghosts. And his friends, Kevin and Steven, they're sleeping on the couch. And that's me and my brother. So we're canonized in the Ghostbusters world. I don't want to say that's cool shit, but that's pretty cool shit. Hey, it's enough to, uh, you should be able to get laid off that at the very least. Buddy. If somebody is impressed by that story, their waistline is going to be bigger than my ego. Nah, that's not true. They're just star fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter how dim that star is. It just... Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the way how you said, I don't care how dim that star is. Being canonized by first name only in a children's book. Yep. That's associated that's with the cartoon. is... <laughs> it gotta be the dimmest star. Hey, baby, I was in uh, I was in Ghostbusters. Oh, the latest one? Nope. Like an extra or something? The one with the girls? Nope. Like as a child in Ghostbusters number two? Mm. A little bit more animate. Oh, in the cartoon? Closer. 
I don't know if you've ever been to a Scholastic Book Fair, oh, but God damn it. back in 1992. <laughs> the fact that you have to explain this and they go, oh, okay. I'm not going to fuck you. I'll give you a hand job at Listen, most. I, I'm all right with I that. I think I'll, I'll peck you on the cheek. I think that's the most this one deserves. I'll give you a hand job with bra on. You're not allowed to touch him. Just look. Deal. And you're paying me for this. <laughs> that's Oh, absolutely. I'll pay you, uh, I'll pay you with the money that I get from my, uh, convention money. I go to work. I can't fucking talk to anybody because three of the four hourly employees only speak Spanish. That fourth person is me. So that's an easy. And then my boss is Chinese and he's like, yeah, I only, I only live to work. My entire personality is this business. Simple solution, Kevin. Kill myself. Rosetta Stone, baby. I would go ahead and get you a subscription to Rosetta Stone so you can learn Spanish. Like literally. <laughs> I tell my ex-wife was like we were in the middle of getting divorced and she was and like this is after she got her you know, she had her big girl job. Mm. And so she was making a lot of money. And she's like, Hey, um have you filed your taxes yet? I was like, No, not yet. And she's like, Do you wanna file together? One last time because, uh, yeah, I made too much money. I'm like, you want to wipe those tears with those dollars? Like what? Mm. So we did. And that ended up fucking me on my taxes. Yeah. Because the following year, I ended up owing $5,000. Yeah. Which was some bullshit. Did she help you pay that? Nope. She gave me what I would have gotten back because uh, she still had to pay. But I would have gotten back like 300 bucks or something like that. So <laughs> she said... Here's your 300, bitch. Yeah, all right. Damn. Here's your 300. Uh, thank you for sparing me $5,000. She could at least point it up half. But look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is nothing to me, but, uh, sorry about fucking you over. <laughs> and I also don't love you anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, you remember that guy that was constantly at our house that we did game nights with? Yeah, I've been fucking him. Oh, all right. But here's 2,500 bucks. Here's, uh, hope this helps, uh, something. Yeah. I don't know. Thank you for, uh, you know, I paid you $300 and had to pay the government 1000 so 1300 bucks over 5000 bucks. Ah, you know, I kind of killed it. You're probably in your, your brand new one-bedroom apartment thinking about killing it. Yourself, not life. Right, because you can only do one. Can't do both. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Can't do both. Although, could you kill, could you, could you be winning so much at life that you kill yourself and be like, yeah, I fucking did it. I fucking nailed Look, it. I gotta give somebody else an opportunity here. Like, I'm doing so well that it's upsetting people. Honestly, that's, that's the point of somebody that's, of what haters are, man. If Warren Buffett just woke up one day, you know, you know what? I think I did it, guys. I think I made all the money I could make in my lifetime. See ya. <laughs> just fucking got on a spaceship and said, fuck it. I'm out of here. Yeah. But then the spaceship blew up, though. But he knew it was a 90% chance that it would. It's like, ah, you know, worse comes to worse. You got to try. You got to try. Elon would never. I found a new bar. Uh, so I met up with uh, Valetti Spaghetti at uh, our old, old haunt. We had a couple drinks over there, then we came out to uh, BK. This place is a, it's a like heavy metal bar, but they have go-go dancers. They're not strippers. They don't get naked, but they certainly have a lot of, they have some sexy ladies walking across the bar. It was, um, 
fantastic. Also, you don't have to give each of them $20. I did because... You're Mr. Moneybags. Yeah. I'm not. No, I'm now officially poor. Um, But they probably, you know, they had some good tips that night. But some things are worth it. Yeah, no, I don't even think I've ever tipped a stripper 20 bucks. Like I said, some things are worth it, man. Did you ever go to a strip club? I was going to say when was the last time you went to a strip club, but because you're you, I don't know if you've ever gone to a strip club. Yeah, that's a good, uh, that's a good um, adjustment on uh, context. What am I going for here? Just a good adjustment on expectation. Mm-hmm. Um, Look, here it is five years into our friendship. Five years? Maybe six years. Either way, I've learned. It's like, all right, not, not even just with you, it's with everybody. Like when I ask you when was the last time you got punched in the face, you're like, I've never been punched in the face. I assume everybody has been and has gone through the same experiences I have. Mm. But I know better and saying, instead of saying, when was the last time I go, have you ever been? Have you ever? Growth. Look, we learn as colonizers. Not as colonizers, but you do learn. I'm not a colonizer. And say you were. Nobody said that. I don't know why you're inferring things when I'm talking. Just listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> don't interpret what I'm saying. Just listen and respond accordingly to what I'm saying, not what you think I'm saying. Never. To answer your question, I've never been to a strip club. What you're saying is I'm a bad listener. I've never been to a strip club, to answer your question. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Um, there's, 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 there's a range. There's a level of what strip clubs are. Also known as a tier. Tier? That's... I was going to get there if you would just let me get there. Uh, you're right. I'm sorry. You interrupted. That is that is so true. I'm sorry. Allow me to introduce you to democracy. I would say the, uh, like last night, that bar is like bottom. Like, it was a good bar. Don't get me wrong. But as far as like the level of uh, bar, it was, I would say it's like a, a bottom tier. Mm. They didn't get naked. They danced around, but they didn't get naked. But it wasn't that kind of bar, though. So yeah. why would you judge it against that kind of criteria? Because I've also been to bars where they do allow the girls to dance around That's naked. disrespectful to the bar because it didn't advertise itself as that. The titty bar or the non-titty bar? I'm assuming we're talking about the non-one here. All right. If I'm making a tier group of parks, and I say, hey, here's here's a national park. You get to walk around and go hiking. Mm-hmm. And like Six Flags is up here, and you're like, well, that's not even the same thing. Well, it's still technically a park, is it not? Because it's called a theme park? Yeah, it's still. Like, if you have go-go dancers, there's different tiers of go-go dancers. But now you're saying go-go dancers. Some of them get naked, some of them don't. But that, now you're saying there's, you're putting them in the same conversation with strippers. Yeah. All right. Girls who dance for money. Right, but that's... They have ballet dancers, Cirque du Soleil dancers. But that's not the same as a bar that isn't a strip club, as opposed to a bar that is a strip club. I'm not saying... I didn't say strip club. Okay, but... <laughs> I'm talking about a tier list of girls who dance at bars. Okay. For money. Now that we finally have a description of what the fuck you're talking about, we can move on. That's on me. 
I assumed that you would have known what I was talking about. <laughs> and be like, oh, hey, these girls just dance around in uh, thong underwear and, you know, electrical tape over their nipples. That's my bad for assuming that you would be like, oh, well, that's not technically a strip club. They're not getting naked. That's- They're not showing you anything besides their C-section scars. Yeah, that's... Uh- Assume I'm the audience who doesn't know what you're talking about at all times. Hey, when was the last time you made out with a girl with a C-section scar? I don't see why one thing would have any effect on the other. Like, why would I know that she has a C-section scar from making out with her? Do I start at the belly button? Because you're feeling around. You you feel her belly a little bit. You're like, oh, there's a scar there. And she's like, oh, I had a C-section. They took my baby. What is she- I don't have custody of it anymore because the government came in. What, is she wearing a crop top when I'm kissing her? Like, what the fuck's happening here? Well, if she's a stripper. Why are we still talking about stripping? You have to. You keep making connections. I, I am telling you right. When was the last time you met somebody with a C-section scar that wasn't a stripper? I've, I've met quite a few women who have C-section scars that are not strippers. I want names. Give me full government names. It's none of your goddamn business. But I can tell you they are uh-huh. not strippers. That's not to say That's that you. they've never stripped, but they are not strippers. Well, I think everybody, anybody who takes off their clothes technically has been a stripper. Stripper is for a cause, which is entertainment. So to be a stripper is to do it for entertainment. So no, just because I take my clothes off does not mean I'm a stripper. Hmm. Hmm. All right. That makes sense. It's like saying everybody who has sex is a, is a porn right. star. It's like saying anybody who has sex on camera is a porn star. They're not. They're they're somebody who has sex on camera for money. Yeah. If you're performing. Well, that would make you a a performer, not a porn star. Like, Breaking Benjamin is a rock band. None of them are rock stars. So you're saying in the realm of porn performers, porn stars. You had... Porn stars, you got your James Dean. Porn stars are the rock stars of porn performers. Correct. You might be a uh, pornographic actress or actor. That doesn't make you a porn star. Okay. I thought, all right, so wait, where were you? Where was I before I went on that? You're asking the wrong person, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm listening as much as I need to. Wow, that's you know what you're that's, the that's the heart of our you're friendship. You're the second person that I've said that to that found offense to that. I don't find that offensive. <laughs> I mean, look, all right, no, all right. So we could take this back as to why you don't see that as a problem. Like if we're having a conversation and you're like, no, I only pay attention to what is necessary of me to pay attention to. Like, if I'm having conversation with my friend, (laughs) you would assume, one would assume that I would have your attention. You do have my attention. No, I have part of your attention. Now, because we are friends, I figured it's better for me to be honest. Best friends. It's better for me to be honest and tell you that, no, you rarely have my full attention. No one hardly ever has my full attention unless they're standing in front of me. Okay. All right. And as your friend, as your best friend, I do accept that. On a scale of one to 10, when we're talking, how much of your attention do I have? I don't know. At any given moment, I'd say a good 70%. You know, that's acceptable. I like that. 
It's a good amount. I think it's a solid amount. It it's more than I want. But you take in what I say and you process that and you give back your own feelings about what I just said. As much as I can mentally afford to. Because what I'm not going to do is sit here and really delve into whatever the fuck you're talking about. Because I don't need to be that passionate about anything. I will be passionate enough for you to explain yourself. I try to be economical with my attention. So yes, I will listen to you. I don't need to watch you to listen to you. So yes, I will be glancing down at my phone and playing again. I don't, I don't, I did say, I did say I do appreciate the 70%. Mm -hmm. I did say that. I don't, like, I accepted your terms of our conversation. Mm -hmm. I don't see why you had to be so abrasive in your explanation about it. Because that's how I feel about it. You had a condescending tone about it when I was like, oh, that makes sense. And then you continue and be like, no. Because that's... Let me beat this yeah, in. Yeah, that's how I feel about it, though. To be fair, this, is, this explanation only comes because you found offense to me saying, I, I only give you enough attention as I feel I need to. No, no. I, I, I didn't find you offense said, to it. As soon as you said... Oh. <laughs> that's not acceptance. That's... Also, that's not what I sound like when I'm emotionally hurt. That's what, that's what you did. That is a heavy exaggeration. But it's not untrue, though. No, I felt it inside. I didn't, I didn't express it, but I felt it inside. But then also you went on to right. explain 70%. Okay, that's an acceptable yeah. amount. Trust me, I have best friends that fucking... I have friends that tell me their problems, and it's like, I'm paying 40%. 40% attention, that's it. And the reason why is because it's always about the same shit. All right, do something to fucking change it mm. there, guy. Stop just fucking complaining about it and do something mm. about it. Apparently it's easier said than done. Oh, tell me. I fucking know all about it. I say it all the time. And I don't I don't practice what I preach. What game are you playing? It's irrelevant. What has your is it Candy Crush? Are you one of those is guys? Is this called Candy Crush? No, it's not Candy Crush. It's one of those yeah. games though. Again, the point of this isn't to completely occupy my brain. I need to still be able to listen to you. So I got to play something mindless. It's just matching tiles. That's all it is. What is that called? Uh, Mahanga tiles or whatever the fuck it's called? Oh my God. What? Are you stroking out right you now? You know those tiles? Those, the, the little game where you had to match the fucking tiles. It's Mahjong, but okay. Mahjong. I don't know. I'm not Chinese. You could just go with the blanket Asian. That's fine. Not Asian. There you go. So it's called Majan? No, I just said it wasn't that. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just saying that's how it's pronounced. Yes. Hey, do you ever play backgammon? That's the one with... Uh... You got like the little dice and they got like the little triangle board. Not enough to say that I understand the rules of it. I don't understand. I, I was going to learn it. Like, I got my dad. My dad loves backgammon. I got him, like, a vintage fucking set. It came in, like, a leather briefcase, and you would open up. I was like, I'm going to learn to play with my dad. Never did it. Also, my dad doesn't like to interact with his children or anybody. Like, I'd much rather play solitaire. All right. Okay. It's a more rewarding game. But you also enjoy playing backgammon. Yeah, I'll play against the computer. That's fine. Okay. So like me and your dad would get along just fine? Honestly, like I could say right now, you're probably my dad's best friend. <laughs>